It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, or Spreaker.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Boom, you're in there. Man, what a crazy week. What a crazy week. You know, it's been so crazy, I feel like I need a cookie. What kind of cookie, you ask? Well, only the official cookie of the Big Brother Jake podcast. Go to FabulistaCookies.com where they got thick and chewy cookies, brownies, and crispy rice cereal treats. They're freshly baked to order every single day. They're measured, mixed, baked, and packaged very well so you can be sure that the goodies you receive have not been sitting pre-made for days. Because an unfresh cookie is, like, disgusting, all right? A freshness and unfabricated homemade quality awaits you. Let nostalgia be your friend, your transporter, your memory rouser. Go to fabulistacookies.com and let Jesse know that the Big Brother Jake podcast sent you. Good to be back. So glad I'm back. Been all over Southern California once again, handling things, doing things, getting ready for football season, getting ready for basketball season, getting ready for hockey season. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be busy this next uh, couple days, couple months. So I'm just trying to enjoy this last bit of free time I have. And, um, yes, I'll still be doing the Big Brother Jake podcast. There may be at different locations, um, different taco shops, <laughs> different hotel rooms, whatever the case may be, but that's happening. So for some of y'all that know or don't know, I do have, an, a, per, I have a personal assistant, and his name is Clinton, and he's very awkward, and he has a bowl cut. And he has bulging eyes, and he is, like, always trying to stalk me and wear the same clothes I'm wearing. I don't get it. He sounds weird. He sounds uh, whatever the case may be. He wants to quit working on the show. Till they didn't take him to Disneyland, if you've seen that posted all over the place. No, it's not me. It's not me. It's not my alter ego. That dude does exist. I'm telling you. It looks and sometimes has mannerisms like me. I am not Quentin. I'm dead serious. So... He told me he's handing in his resignation. So I'm going to let him have his peace and speak on it and say his goodbyes because he's done on the Big Brother Jake podcast. We don't want a loose cannon like that. We don't need a loose cannon like that anywhere on here. I'm already barely hanging on doing this show. But that's another segment later on. But with things that are going on, you know, I have a lot of friends that, like myself, are pretty open about their Mental health at times. And sometimes you don't want professional help. Sometimes you don't even want to tell anybody about what's going on with you. Sometimes all you need is a really good friend that will open up and speak to you. So earlier tonight, because I love recording these podcasts super late, um, I hit up three people. (laughs) First one, 
Straight the voicemail, phone us off. Second one was like, can we please do this next week? You, you can't do this to me right now. I'm not prepared. You know, if you're my friend, you got to be prepared. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. So who do I call? Should have been call number one, and he let me know about it. The homie P-Dub was up doing things. You might know. And uh, we had a nice, t- a nice good conversation, nice good chat. I was totally not prepared this week. Um, I wanted to talk about how the NFL pisses me off, um, where they let like Tyreek Hill of Kansas City Chiefs just walk after breaking his kid's arm, allegedly, and having domestic violence issues with his girl, somewhat allegedly. So I don't want to get into that now because when I hear about a kid being abused, I want to attack the abuser and hurt them as much as I can. But that's another day. That's another time. I don't want to talk about that. Plus, everybody else in sports is talking about it. And you come here to not listen to the same boring nine takes that all the other sports shows have. And I'm not a sports show, but I know sports pays the bills. So I respect sports, and I will talk about it time to time. And P-Dub's usually my basketball guy, but, you know, we kind of just shot the breeze and really reflected on 38 years of friendship. Now, 38 years of friendship is crazy. 38 years of friendship is something that's just like one of the coolest things to achieve. And I've known P since kindergarten. And some people are like, man, how do y'all stay friends so long? Like, I get that all the, all the time. You guys sound great together. Because when we record a podcast, like we're not thinking in podcast terms, you know, and we get a little inside sometimes. So I'm sorry about that. But, you know. As long as I'm laughing, he's laughing. I don't really care what y'all got to say. <laughs> I'm just messing. I love every single dozen of the people that listen to this podcast. And also in 22 countries, which, you know, that's pretty damn dope. So um, as unprepared as I was this week, and I really didn't want to talk about domestic violence. Or, hey, football season's coming up. And uh, my fantasy football pick. No, I don't do fantasy football, y'all. So don't ask me to join your fantasy football uh, league because I will flat out refuse you. So I'm saving you the trouble of asking me and getting embarrassed. And I'm telling you right now, I don't do fantasy football. Like, at all. Not going to happen. Only time I did it, I got paid for it. It was sponsored on a show I worked on. And they paid us to do our picks every week. And... I did it for that, and I came in third place out of four people. So we don't do the fantasy football thing. Sorry. Anyways, so instead of talking about sports and P talking about basketball and the Lakers, we kind of talked about what we went through as friends growing up together. And I think it's a pretty cool story myself, but you'll be more inside of how two friends, two crazy journeys Talk about life together, being in each other's life, and going through all kinds of crazy stuff and still maintaining a friendship while we did it. So just sit back, relax, of course. As always, my man P and a little bit of me, we're a little belligerent, little curse words. So if you got the kitties in the car, just let them know your man was cursing all over the place. And yours truly said a few bad words. That's a slap on the wrist for myself because I shouldn't have did that. Okay. So with that being said, let's just get to the interview. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. 
All right, y'all. Um, the next segment, I don't even know what segment it is, but we're having a good time. I have to have him on because I really had nothing to talk about this week, and I woke his ass up out of bed or maybe messed up his high. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing in <laughs> the one and only P. Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson, my best friend of 38 years. What's up, P? How you doing, man? Well, on that note, let me take a quick little rip. <laughs> you go ahead and enjoy that. Um, I'll just sit here and listen. Um, like everybody else, is it good? How's it taste? Is it delicious? Is it everything you wanted it to be? <laughs> and more. <laughs> and more. Okay. Since we got out, <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> so basically, this is how this, this episode of the Big Brother Jake podcast went down. I try to do one every week now because people are complaining I don't do them enough. Like, I don't even get paid to do it. So like, what the hell? Are you all right back there? You're coughing, messing up my whole all damn right. segment right now. Are you good? Do you need a minute? Should I stop? I'm good. Are you sure? Good. Are you sure? I'm good. Man. Positive. Okay. You sound like me for my first time if Man. I ever did that. Um, I'm just. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I had nothing to talk about. And I know it's late. I record these late because that's when I'm most creative. And my kids are asleep. And so I figured I'm going to wake somebody up and do a segment with them. The first two people I called. Yeah, you were the third choice because I want to wake you up. First two people Not said. Surprised. Not surprised. <laughs> this asshole. All right. So I said, look, I'm going to make sure I wake up somebody and just talk about our friendship. And I may end after this because I woke his ass up. <laughs> or, or did I? Were you up? Were you up? Because you sound kind of like chilled when yeah, I called no, I'm, Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a night owl. I'm, a, I'm always up late. When did, so. the hell did, when did that happen, bro? When we used to hang out, it's like minute. You're like. Oh man, you know, that's true. In. What the fuck I, happened? As a kid, right, growing up, yeah, I, I really couldn't stay up late as much as I wanted to, and and have those like all nighters. They were very rare with me. I but know. As I've as I've gotten older, well, I've had a couple jobs where it just put me in a different. You know, like I was working like almost damn near a graveyard shift, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it messed with my clock over the years, and you, you said you said clock, right? Clock. Yeah, my okay. Just clock. making sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I. You need that, another break, just, Paul. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely just messed up. Like you know, it's just made me a different. I don't know. I just stay up really late now. Damn. And it sucks because I still wake up really early. <laughs> that you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. one, I have a kid, so it's just kind of there's that's kind of beat into you, and yeah. two, it's it's the other part of the job that I've had, you know, because I had such early. Yeah days and stuff so it's really it's kind of sucks no i get that sometimes because i have a really hard i don't have insomnia i I, I can sleep fine but i have a hard time making myself go lay down oh come on you have a few aids there to help you out man what the hell are you talking about (laughs) well actually the aids i have actually should put me be putting me to sleep that's what i'm okay i just said that y'all listen to this oh i thought you said i thought (laughs) you meant that their aids as in keeping me up i'm like no they're not keeping (laughs) me up I love you, Paul. My bad, my bad. <laughs> on that on that note, let me take another rip. <laughs> take two. Damn. <laughs> this is why you know <laughs> I love this guy. Let me tell you about this guy. Thirty eight years of friendship. You alright over there? Yeah, he's I'm taking good. a rip. <laughs> 38 years of friendship, and he's, you know, I wish he'd break out of his shell a little more. You know, this guy, I, I'm surprised he's actually doing this while we're talking right now, but, hey, whatever it takes to, 
Yeah, you need a cough suppressant or something over there? No, I'm trying to talk, right. man. Damn, it's you're distracting me. I'm sorry. Man. My cough was that just like. Well, I'm easily distracted. Squirrel, turn so. down the treble or something. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I got a lot of bass in my voice, Paul. Can't turn the bass down. The ladies love the bass, man. Ain't you heard that? Even what's that? That that, that thick white girl, Megan. What's her name? Trainer. All yeah. about the bass, no trouble. All right. I'm trying to give that bass. I know I ain't with that trouble, man. I ain't with that trouble. I'm with the thickness, brother. The thickness. Nobody needs a number two pencil in their life. I unless you're taking that. a test. Amen, brother? Amen. Okay, just making sure you with me, Paul. All right. Oh, so. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Paul, one of the things I wanted to talk about, because I, I did text you, and I didn't know if you were going to text me back, even though you were third in line. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about when you sit back and think about it, man, like we've been friends since freaking kindergarten, we got really close in sixth grade, yeah, but, yeah. And people always ask because a lot of people like they trip out in the fact that damn, you've been friends with somebody that long. One person I know in particular, I won't call her out, said, I'm as old as your friendship. That person knows who she is, and I will say she It's a female. Um, what's it like being friends with me, Paul? Tell the world. Uh, I, I mean, I think it'd be great, you know, but, you know, I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the no, world. No, it's it, – I have – I mean, honestly, it's it's always cool when you, uh, you know, share something with somebody, an interest. They see your point of view. You know, they get you. Right. You know, in every aspect. And that's kind of how it was. Like you said, we knew each other since kindergarten, but we didn't hang out. We didn't even really much talk to each other throughout those years, even though we did know each other because we had mutual friends. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and then you sixth still, grade you, comes You all right there, buddy? You still? Yeah. Can yeah. we leave that alone? Can we start <laughs> addressing that? Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Talking here. So, <laughs> Excuse me. No, then, I'm yeah, not doing anything. Sixth over grade here. rolls around. Sixth grade rolls around, and uh -huh. we're literally like bored out of our minds <laughs> of doing the same shit every day at recess. Right. You know what I mean? And it was like, what can we do? And it, you know, let's start like our own little basketball league and play three on three for the rest of the year. And you know, I mean, we made up this huge idea of creating this, you know, trophy and <laughs> keeping stats. And yes. I mean, we went like full board with it. Full and board. When we were picking up players, Jake happened just like I was the third option. Jake was the last option to get added to the group. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so why are you laughing at that? I don't find that funny. Like I really don't find that funny. We literally had five people. Everybody's like, "We need one more person." And a kid on the team, I think, by the name of uh, Nikki Draper, was like, <laughs> just, "Yo, just hearing his name makes me laugh." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Was like, yo, what about Jake? I know he likes basketball, and not. I knew who Jake was, but I didn't know what his interests were. And we were like, fuck it, bring him over. He's tall. He's big. You know? <laughs> he's a Neanderthal. Bring yeah, him over. So let's bring, bring him over. And, and that's kind of <sighs> how it, it started. So, but what really kicked off our friendship was Jake invited me over to his house yes. to watch a Laker game. Absolutely. And, um, and everything. This is like the first time I ever picked up a basketball, but, and I just, immediately fell in love with the game even though i was still learning like on the fly on some of the rules and stuff like that so mm -hmm. yeah so you invited me over to your house one day for, to watch a game sat down 
watched Magic Johnson and the Lakers and was just hooked. Fell like, in that love. That was it. Right and then it and was, there. And, I mean, hand me a cherry Coke on top of that. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Cherry Coke, <laughs> you know? You were a Pepsi That's guy a, back yeah. then. You were a Pepsi I mean, guy. Well, I mean, I just... Yeah, or RC, so. RC, yeah, your yeah, grandma's house. So yeah, we did drink a lot of Pepsi and stuff. No, like you that drink a lot of Pepsi. I'm touching but, that. But uh, but um, yeah, man, that was just like that was it, and we clicked. Like it was just, I remember you giving me all your doubles and your <laughs> basketball cards. <laughs> yes, and shit. Like you were like, here, these are all my doubles and stuff, you know. And I kept some of them in really good shape, and to this day, I still have some of those cards. You still fact, got some of those. You, Dude, you I don't know if you remember, but you gave I remember at the time we didn't think we didn't know who really oh, the yeah. players value yeah. and everything. You know what I mean? We just knew we were getting we just liked collecting cards and stuff, but we knew who the Lakers were. Absolutely. But anybody out but anybody outside the Lakers, like I didn't know really their value. You did, but you, at the same time I think you were still, you know, learning some yeah, stuff of course. too. So in the midst of it, you gave me pretty much Michael Jordan's rookie card. Oh my god, that's right. Where's it but, at? <laughs> yeah, I have that card still. I still have the card. It's beat the fuck up. Hey, where's it? <laughs> hey, hey, where's it at, Paul? Dude, I, I mean, just you can not, let me know. It's cool. I'm not lying, dude. So, I mean, like the corners <laughs> are bent, and I think there's like a little bit of a tear on the back, like where uh, his stats. Yeah, or that's right. Around. Last time I checked, it was going for about two thousand so, dollars, Pete. Dude, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I have other cards. I have other cards in there that you know we collected that I kept in like tip top shape and stuff, and. And I just remember that was like our thing. That was just where you and me just always bonded. We always just saw eye to eye and, yeah. and where our friendship really just kind of took off. So what sucked is down the road. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it was when eighth, well, was it eighth grade? I think it was. It was the end of seventh in, grade. Going into Yeah, eighth. end of seventh grade, start yep. going into eighth. You moved to San Bernardino, and that's like literally the peak start, you know, of yeah. all the shit and the mess and the memories you're going to pretty much start you know, have them with the, with your core group of friends or whatever. And so, you know, I made memories with guys like Anthony and, you know, Chris and Scott and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you were making memories down to San Bernardino when it should have been <laughs> you and I together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doing all that stuff. Man, you got me feeling really so, bad right now, Paul. <laughs> oh, believe me, dude. I, when I think about it, it sucks. It brings a tear to my eye a little bit because oh, it's like, man. damn, dude, look how, many, look how many things like we missed out on and, didn't experience together that we should have like easily but dude the, you know i mean i got friend zoned so much in seventh grade it made up for anything i missed in high school dog <laughs> <laughs> oh you like paul oh oh my bad well i know him so you want me to hook you up <laughs> that's pretty much how anytime i asked a girl out ended <laughs> yo you look good what's your name yeah well you know i was kind of like digging you uh, uh, huh uh, yeah, no, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like him? Whatever, yo. You like him? Yeah. It didn't go down like okay. that. Okay. Okay. It didn't go down like okay. that. Okay. Not all the time. <laughs> Not, all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. But you know what? Whatever. Hey, look. I'll say this, man. I don't have a rhythm like you do. You stole my rhythm. <laughs> I should have that. But you got it. You could dance your ass off. Well, you are half white, dude. Let's come on now. <laughs> My mom cannot dance for a damn thing. And I'm so mad at her for that. Let me tell you, I'm so mad at my mom. <laughs> it's not her fault. But what makes me mad is that you see me. First of all, I don't even look black. I look Latino. 
So it's like, what's up, P? Nah, fool, I'm black. Oh, uh, you ain't black, fool? Yes, I am. But you, you mix are with literally something. the perfect color, like mix of your dad and your mom. <laughs> yeah. You're, just, you're exactly <laughs> what you should get out of those hey. complexions of people. Because <laughs> look, my, my dad's darker than a million midnights, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom is pasty. She makes snow look blacker than black. So you mix the two together, you get those of the leche and caramel. <laughs> Straight caramel. For, yep. <laughs> exactly. And then and then it's like, okay, I get my dad's nostrils and my mom's no no rhythm. That's not fair. Life when I tell you life is not fair, life's not fair. It's like, damn, you can I can make music for people to dance to and I can't dance. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? Yo, I got beats that make you nod your head, and I have to. I, I clap on one and three, not two and four. There you go. What the hell? And not a two step now, though. You know, I did learn that. That's the black in me. I learned a two step. <laughs> learned the electric slide when I go to the barbecue. Got no electric slide. But see, people would go to the barbecue on Arbor Way or wherever the bl- <laughs> the black part of town. For and, sure. And and, and that's Arbor Way. Arbor Way, <laughs> Barstow, and uh, this cat. You gotta have all the sisters on them. <laughs> he be on the dance floor, and here I am just sitting in the chair drinking soda, bobbing my head. I want a three, not two and four. Not on rhythm. <laughs> and he was killing it. And that's the thing. I always loved it. You know, um, they called us kid and play, you know, when we were in school together. Because I yeah. had a high top fade, and you had the, the buzz cut, but, you know, you would put lines in your head. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you were like the honorary brother of the neighborhood, you know. And uh, I always thought that. You were always comfortable in your own skin, man. And I always like admired you for that. Like you didn't you knew you were white, but it wasn't like something you used as a handicap or <laughs> anything like that. You were just like, Yeah, but I love the culture. And uh, Yeah, I was I'm a I think I'm a pretty good example of maybe like I'm a product of my environment. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yes, you, you know are. what I mean? Because I mean we come from a <laughs> We come from a very mixed area. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's very diverse. Very diverse. Or whatever. And I gravitated and grew up around African American culture. Yes, you my, did. You know, pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Not to say I didn't have the white culture because, of course, I did. I was, you know, it's my household. Yeah. You know, and I had white <laughs> friends too. Like, don't get it twisted. Wait, 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 wait. When? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, well, know, I mean, I you know, know, I know. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because my, you know, if you think about it, our block was majority just all white kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. and then I went to school and was with, you know, majority of my black friends yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. So, but it was just that was the culture that I really gravitated gravitated towards. It was just, you know, it was break dancing. I loved break dancing and you're very good at that it. stuff. Then, you know, as hip hop grew and stuff, I got into rap and everything and that grew into something, into a love that we all shared. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, basketball became life and you know what I mean? It was just one thing after another. I dude, I remember even in high school, this ain't no lie, I won't mention any names. <laughs> Please do. Or whatever. <laughs> but it was when I uh I was in ninth grade. Uh-huh. And I started dating. You know, dating my first black girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And I had one of my white basketball buddies come up and ask me <laughs> what it was like kissing a black girl. <laughs> I was just like, I just kind of looked at that fool like, it's the same as kissing anybody, dude. You know what I mean? 
I was all, you know, and People then, I, and so then I, yeah, I was like, except, except, you know, her lips are fuller, you know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. I was like, but it's, it's yeah. the same, it's the same kiss as anybody else. But it was just, it was really amazing. Like when I started to have a relationship yeah, instead of just being friends, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh yeah. With that, with, with another, uh, you know, different race, right. I guess you can say or whatever, how many things like all of a sudden became a problem people and that's the thing like and, you never you never let it affect you and i always admired you for that i always had to hang up with being half white you know I no couldn't. you couldn't i had to hang up with being well, half don't white get it, twisted. It, it did affect me in some areas of my life i just did my best to try not let it change no, my views it never changed your core yeah and, and i'll say that like you know you've never let that change you and I always admired you for that. You know, I had to battle because people would see my dad and see my mom, and they were confused as hell. Didn't know how to make it. Oh, is he more black? Is he Shit, more I black? was confused as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, if anybody wants to hear the story, for no, sure. No, tell the story, Paul. Tell the story. <laughs> if, if you heard it, you want to listen to it again. Tell the damn story, P. <laughs> tell right, the story, so bro. This, this goes hand in hand with being invited <laughs> over to the house. So Jake had invited me over to the house, like I said, to watch a game, come over and watch some basketball. I'm like, cool. So I come over that day and I walk up to the door and it's the door is open <laughs> and the screen, but there's a screen, but it's, it's dark. It's like, you can't see, there's no lights on or anything in the house oh, or whatever. Man. And so I walk up to the door and I knock, doom, doom, doom. And I'm standing there and I kind of hear some breathing. But I'm not really but, sure. Hey, like, my, my dad was a mouth breather. Yeah. I, I, so, oh, big papa. You know, oh. So I'm, you know, I'm this little short little white boy or whatever. You know, I don't know how tall I was. It was probably fucking four foot. I don't know. <laughs> but I hear, I, like I said, I hear breathing. So I kind of look at the door <laughs> and I put my face. You know, you put your face up to a window and uh, you stick yeah. your hands around your eyes to kind of <laughs> put the glare out and shit. So I'm at the fuck. I'm at the screen. I'm like looking like fucking is somebody in there <laughs> and all of a sudden i just hear can i help you <laughs> literally startles the shit out of me because i still don't see anybody and this is no pun i'm not trying to be i still don't see anybody but i hear a voice so i'm like is is jake home oh you know and he's like who's asking and <laughs> But that always thought and, the feds were coming over. Yeah, and that's when I kind of like look up because I hear, okay, the voice is coming oh. above me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was and I guy. look up and I literally, all I see is your dad's teeth. That's <laughs> all I can see. I don't know how. They were always yellow, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> so so he finally he finally like opens, he yells, Jake, and he opens up the screen and I'm like, oh, hi, sir. You know, but it, it was... <laughs> Probably terrified. I ain't gonna lie, dude. That was like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, all I could think to myself was, how long was he standing there? <laughs> and did I, you know what I mean? Like, and did I say anything? Did I cuss? I guarantee, I guarantee, because he didn't, so, he, he didn't care. I guarantee he didn't have a shirt on. Yeah. So, so as <laughs> I walk in the door, dude. so as I walk <laughs> in the door, I hear Jake go. I'm over here, man. Come over, go, come over here, or whatever. So and, and my house is, was always dark because he he worked nights driving trucks. He worked nights, yeah. yeah. So it was always dark. So in my you, house. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I go to the left, which is their kitchen and their living room yes, area. Yes. And as I turn the corner, and Jake is sitting in the kitchen, he's standing in the kitchen. Uh 
Of course, in the kitchen that. with my fat ass. Pour, yeah. Pouring some Kool Aid. Yeah, he's pouring a glass of Kool Aid. Why you gotta be Kool Aid, Paul? It was Kool. I'm sorry. I'm telling the truth. Nah, you're right. You're right. You offered me. <laughs> As I turn the corner, there's Pam, your mom, pasty, <laughs> whitest lady I've ever seen. Bright red hair. Bright red hair. I literally stopped oh, and just God. took like a glance at your dad. <laughs> and I glanced at your mom. And it was like I had never. That was the first time I'd ever seen. That was the first time I'd ever witnessed or ever came in contact with a, you know, interracial biracial, yeah, 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 biracial couple. And it, and it, it didn't like like blow me away or nothing. But it literally like you were intrigued. Uh, the look yeah, on your face it, was like and it put me. It put me on notice too. I think I don't know. It, it did it something to me. Be like, all right, this is this is what's up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is this is how it should be, right? Or whatever. So. I, yeah, you and were I mad and intrigued. I, you were pretty quiet during the drinking of the Kool Aid session. Like, <laughs> yeah. P, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I was just taking it all <laughs> in, dude. Yeah, it was. It, 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 you weren't shook. You were just like in awe. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty dope. <laughs> but see, I could flip that too because I remember the first time I went to your house, right? And Cindy, your mom, which I, she's my second mama. I love Cindy, right? And I know she's going to listen to this and be like, yep. Um, I walk in. And she gave me a big old hug. Hey, how you doing? You know, because your mom was just, you know, like my mom, both loud, but we love them. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how do you think I got, you know, <laughs> it's in the DNA. My dad didn't talk. He just looked at you. And my mom was the one that talked. So anyways, yep. I go to your house, right? And you're like, hey, you want some soda? Yeah, I knew you had some Pepsi. So I was like, all right, yeah. Come on in, man. So I walk in. And um, your mom came up to you and said, did you vacuum? And you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot to do that shit. I was like, Paul. <laughs> I was like, you cursed in front of your mom. I didn't fucking say anything different. Like, Ma. And she's like, what? Jake, oh, no, we talk like that in this house. I was blown the fuck away from that. I was like, what? What the? If I said, I couldn't even tell anybody that they're a liar. Like, ooh, you're a liar. Ah, I get yeah. smacked up. You. Let me clarify something. I wasn't <laughs> able just to walk around to be like, fuck it, you fuck, 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 shit, shit. Fuck, I don't fuck. know, bro. I was pretty shocked no, when no, I walked no. in that house, man. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. My mom let some let me get away with shit. She would let things slide. But if I got out of well, hand with yeah, it yeah, or yeah, if yeah. I was Disrespectful. coming at her with it, like, oh, yeah. oh hell no. Nah. Like, bam. Like, I get smacked up. No, but. That still was some culture shock for that ass, though. Yeah. Like, I couldn't like, believe I, that. I, I know there were some times where, like, we got picked up from the dance, <laughs> and we were coming back, and my mom was like, so how was it? And I was like, dude, it was fucking cool, mom. And everybody's sitting in the back seat like, what the yeah. fuck? I know my I eyes wide open like buckwheat. Like, what the hell yeah. did it just tell you know? his mom? Well, my, mom would, my mom would from time to time be like, all right, hey, watch it with the, you know, the stuff. So yeah. She did, yeah, she did let some things slide a little bit as I got older. <laughs> That tripped me out, yo. Y'all tripped me out. You're listening I to know. Anthony said the same thing one time to me. Because black what folks do don't, they can't curse in their house, dog. <laughs> Get it? I mean, look, I know you down with the culture because you are. Exactly. And I will vouch for I you know, till dude. I die. But, man, black folks, you could, no one can say a curse word if you weren't paying bills in that mug. I know, Nobody. Right? Nobody. Even to this day. Let me tell you a quick story. My mom told me, <laughs> <laughs> always telling stories. My mom told me, Boy, until you get toilet paper to wipe your ass and milk to feed the family, you can't say shit in my house. What I buy with my first paycheck? <laughs> A Cypress Hill cassette and toilet paper and milk. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, can I say some shit? Ah! No, you can't. And give me the toilet paper. 
smart ass. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> were you there? Damn, I thought you were there. <laughs> Not I like remember. It. I just know. I just remember all that shit. <laughs> the responses. Man, I, I would I would be I'd be willing to take a smackdown just to just to get smart just sometimes. But my mom had some heavy ass hands cutting the hair all them years. Oh. And uh I nah. When she'd smack me, it felt like a brick, you know. But she wasn't playing that neither. I swear to God, I was like Yeah, my- don't get me started. <laughs> you listen to the homie PW aka Paul Wilson on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I woke his ass up or he was in the middle of a session. And um I just wanted to wake up because I had nothing to talk about this week. So I just had to just cold call. All right. So <laughs> a lot of people ask me, all right, 38 years of friendship. How do you maintain friendship that long? And I say a lot of it is ignoring you. Not <laughs> 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 just, he's like, yeah, that's not funny. Uh, <laughs> but in my mind, like, I know there's a lot of times where. I could have been a better friend or I could have communicated more. Or I could have did things a lot different. But if anything, I always try to communicate with you, bro. Like as much as I could. And let me tell you how dope Paul is, man. I'm going to tell you another story. And so you just sit there. Hit, hit that bong if you want. I'm going to go ahead and tell a story. <laughs> go ahead. Just don't cough too loud because you're going to fuck up my flow. All right. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man. You chilling? <laughs> this is how good of a friend P-Dub is to me, all right? He'll remember this. I was out to sea. This is my first world cruise, all right? I was ready to jump off that motherfucker, man. I was tired of being in the Navy. Tired. Tired. T-I-E-D, tired. And so morale was low, and all I had, I think I would write like seven to ten songs a day. Because I with no beats, because I have a beat machine, nothing. So I just had to write them. And one day I got a cassette, an audio cassette tape. And this dude went on his karaoke machine and proceeded to just act like we were just kicking it like homies for the day, you know, just talking about what's going on, you know, the girls he's messing with or whatever, and the girls that were um, friend zoning me. And, um,. <laughs> Like he put the latest songs on there and just talk about how everybody was. And I probably listened to that tape seven or eight times a day. And he would always send cassettes while I was out to sea, man. And I had stopped and I thought, like, who the hell in their free time, knowing their boy is overseas, knowing their boy is off to the Middle East where I was scared to death because – we were during, uh, doing peacetime operations at Operation Southern Watch. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we got shot at by some Iranian hodungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was scared. I thought I was going to die, honestly. Because they had us out there in GQ, and that was it. And those cassette tapes got me through those crazy-ass times, man. Um, and I know I probably never thanked you for it. Like, thanked you, thanked you. But, like, if it wasn't for those cassettes, bro, like, I 100% probably would have lost my mind. So, to all 22 countries that are listening, and my dozens, I mean, hundreds, I mean, thousands of listeners, I want to tell you, brother, I thank you for that, man. That's what a true friend is, man. 
Because um, all we talked about is when you get back, man, when you get back, when yeah. you get back. I hated back. writing. I hated writing. Yeah, writing. you did. So you did. I was just like, what was it? <laughs> what would be a better way to get this out <laughs> without having to write a fucking letter? And I don't know why I thought of recording it, but I don't know. I just, that was something. Because, like you said, I added music. I put songs yeah. on there. It was like whatever. a damn radio station slash homie sitting next yeah. to me type shit. So I don't know why I did. I don't know why I chose that route, but I just. I knew the letters were always going to be long because, I mean, you would send me a long letter. Oh, you know. You know describing all your Westpac stops. By, by the way, do you have any of those, man? I love to read those on the air. Yeah, I might. Oh, I still you got to Because people don't believe some of the stories I would tell you. Like, they think I, I was mean, lying. Do you remember when you left, when you left for Westpac, you gave me, like, a bag full of uh, pictures yes. and yes. tapes and stuff like that. I remember yeah. giving most of it back, but yeah. I do remember coming across a few things. I was like, oh, shit, I never gave this back <laughs> or whatever. But Paul and, was going to ask little sticky things, fingers like sometimes. It was pictures of you and your sailor outfit getting ready to get on the boat and I'm stuff like sailor. that. But I remember you were like, do, 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 do. you were like, hold on, will you hold on, bro? I want these, you know, down the road. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't, I wouldn't doubt if I have those letters. Man. Put away somewhere because I I kept a lot of that type of stuff. <laughs> hey, but bro, did I not have friends that could back up my stories though? What's that? Did I not have homies on the ship that could back up my stories that I wrote? All those things I wrote. Oh, to? for sure. Because for I wanted sure. you to make sure I was writing them, and I know some. Of, I think one of the letters I wrote you was twenty two pages, but um, I had yeah. friends front like front and back, front and the, back, twenty two pages on the on the uh, on not the letter, the legal, <laughs> yes, the legal, legal yellow. yellow pad. <laughs> <laughs> I bought ten of them before I left for Westpac, and then yeah. I would write you every like every yeah. other day. I would write you crazy long. Oh yeah, but they were cool. They were always full of so much, <laughs> so much info, and you know, and every and everything that you were going through. Like you could literally picture it, Bruh. You know, while you were while you were reading it, so it was it was just as much. I enjoyed those just as much <laughs> as you enjoyed the tapes because. Well, you know, it was a cool way to be out there with you. you yeah, know what I mean? it was dope, man. And that's the thing; it, it like sincerely got me through all my crazy times. But exactly. I would write those letters literally after something had happened. Like I would run back to the ship and write you. <laughs> Sometimes it was happening while I was there, and because uh, I was carrying a backpack, I was like what are you doing? You know, whatever language it would be in. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, mate? You know, depends where you are. And I'm like, I'm journaling. Well, journal this. Well, I will. <laughs> it was fun. Um, but yeah, I, and a lot of people now get annoyed by some of my texts because I will text your ass to death. I will write long novels and it doesn't change whether it's a legal pad or a phone. <laughs> so that hasn't changed. But yeah, that's the kind of home you've always been, man. Like you would go the extra mile. And um, I'll never forget. Uh, for those that are familiar with San Diego, this fool, I, I was 20 when I got home and I think I was like three days from my birthday and this fool said, we're doing up 21 big. I was in San Diego recently, my man, and I drove by Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> well, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say. I had a really good 21st birthday. From what I don't remember much after Pacers, but you're like, you're not driving? Take this beer. I know you shouldn't have this in the car, but you're going to have a beer in hand while we're driving around. And I, Pacers, I drove by there and I could not stop laughing. But then I was like, damn, that was fun. 
but I think the key to like us knowing each other and being around each other so long is even if we have gaps where we don't talk, man, like we understand, we get <laughs> we get what's going on. It's it's life. Life gets in the way exactly. sometimes. Yeah. And um you've always been one to like show love, man, and 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 always ask how I'm doing and you know And you, dude. If not more, you know what I mean. So I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's just that's just how it's been between you and I. It's never really yeah. changed, and you know, you know, even like you know, when you moved down to San Bernardino, I was yeah. coming down there for you were. weeks during the yeah. summer. Hell yeah, you came up and that had know, to happen. Stayed and stuff like that too. So and shout out always... to our moms, man, because they helped make that happen, bro. You know, yeah. I, I jump on a damn greyhound, yeah, and go to Barstow. I didn't, I didn't care. Like I knew I was gonna yeah. be there in two hours. Because of like the 50 stops, you know, and the meth heads we had to pick up. And it was a good time on the bus. <laughs> and then by the time I got off the bus, you knew I had a story for you because I always befriended some right. crazy ass person because that's who I am, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I will say this I mean, even ups, downs, whatever, you know, it's always been real. Like, we never lied to each other and we never, like, not said what was on our mind. Because if, if I ask you, and sometimes I'd be scared too, but I want to ask you, P, what's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. Meaning, Jake, you know you are emotional, son of a bitch. You will cry if I talk to <laughs> you. And me being insistent, no, man, tell me. And then you tell me again all of my feelings and shit. <laughs> there's always, there's just always been effort. Yeah. You know, and I Absolutely. think really that's, that's kind of what relationships and anything, you, you know, whether you're in a serious one or uh -huh. a friendship or whatever. Yeah. If you're not putting forth the effort, you're not going to get what you want out of it. Exactly right. Or, or, or what it's worth. So, mm -hmm. and we just have always chose to put forth the effort to make sure that, you know, we stay in contact. We see each other. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, you came down from Virginia. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, and stayed with us. That was like the weirdest like time of my life, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, nonetheless, you know, there was always a time where like we were away from each other, but yeah. we somehow, you know, made that trip, you know what I mean? And got together and. Yeah, that was and made a, it happen and, and stuff and just reconnected whatever it was. So, and that's and, and that's why it's so special, man. I say yeah. that. Oh, know. for sure, it's nothing. You know, it's kind of weird because I was I see my nephew kind of you know going through a little bit of he created some really close bonds. Yeah, this he's, year. yeah, he has a lot of friends, and now he's getting ready to go to college. You know, solo dolo, mm -hmm. and so I can tell it's wearing on him on having to kind of like build that. Yeah. bond again with complete strangers you know what i mean in a whole different state so it's a whole and different yeah, culture whole different state, exactly yeah, southern you know california I mean? and ohio are two different you know, and it's not it's not going to be easy it's, no. it's definitely not going to be easy for him but you know it just shows just how important really like friendships like that are you know because you know with like with my child you know having mm -hmm. a five-year-old yeah you know it's it's a completely different era of thinking and doing yeah and parenting you know what i mean absolutely and uh and so it's like she's probably not gonna have that <laughs> you know what i mean she's <laughs> probably i mean i'm serious I, i'm i'm like it's one of those things that i've thought about like i think you're dropping hints to me to bring the baby over more yeah okay. she's not <laughs> probably gonna have that relationship yeah with like you and i have yeah you know what i mean yeah so and that's why I think I stress family so much with her is because that's that's going to be really more important for her than anything is to have that bond with like your girls. Right. And you know what I mean? And, I do. And then uh, Joe's sister up in Vegas with her, 
you know, kids and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. those are going to be really, to me, more important bonds for her than for her to probably have, you know, a best friend. Right. And stuff. And it sucks because she, you know, everybody she meets is her best friend. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's so it's like, I feel for her sometimes because I'm like, oh my God, baby. <laughs> you probably never see those people ever again. It just my friend. My baby does the same just, thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just sucks. Look at my best friend. You know, and then they take it to the extreme now. Now that she's five and really understands, now it's like, Dad, meet so and so. You know, she's my. This is my new friend. Can she spend the night? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just, I don't even know her mom. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it's like you know, most parents are like almost like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm like. I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> Like, well, I don't know you or your child. So like, well, I'll play dates and then when they go to bed, well, I'll play poker. Yeah, uh, no, we will not. Like crazy, I don't even know you. Dude. Look like a fella. in the car and I have to explain to her, baby, you can't be inviting, <laughs> you know, kids that you just met on the playground over to spend the night. I was like, her parents look way too uncomfortable with that <laughs> happening. You mean you mean you didn't like the, the chest and face piercings of, yeah. <laughs> of the parents? <laughs> they don't look reliable? Uh, it's like, no, I get yeah, that. So, so here, here's the thing, because I'm always curious. You know me; I will always ask the question, even though if I know I get butt hurt about it. You know me a long time, P. And first of all, bless your heart, because that's not a, that's not something that no one wants to brag about. Number one, and number two, it's a lot of work being a friend <laughs> with me. It's a lot of work because you know I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere, like mentally and physically. I'm everywhere. There's one thing. I'm sure you got nine lined up in your head right now. But if there's one thing, one thing, when you think about us, think about the homie, what would you change, man? One thing I would change? Yeah. In our friendship? In our friendship? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, oh, that's, like, easy. I would say you never moving. Ah. Gotcha. Never moving. Never moving. Dude, I mean, I got arrested. Where were you? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I got my apartment for, you know, where were you? Like all those, th- that, it's yeah, like that type of stuff. No, yeah. I mean, no, no, no uh, disrespect to Anthony because that's my boy. Nah, too. Nah, that's the homie. We I wouldn't him. have, I wouldn't have done it with anybody else if it wasn't either him or you. So, right, right. you know, to do that situation. But, you know, it's like, yeah, man, from fucking eighth grade through graduating, like, you know, we should have walked together. You uh, know what I mean? We should have yeah. been throwing our hats up and. We should have been doing the party scene together and, you know, and experiencing all that shit. It's just like, it's just weird to think that we had such this close relationship, you know, Yeah. but missed a huge chunk of probably some of the biggest stories that we ever would have had in our adolescence. Yeah. You know, a time or whatever. So if I could change anything in our friendship, it would be that. Wow. It would be you guys never left. You guys never moved. And you know what makes it worse is when I left, I literally gave you 30 minutes notice because we were getting <laughs> escorted out of town by the police yeah, for fear of our lives like, from my dad. I was just <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, bro. You're, it, yeah, it was. It was a, like, it was a jaw on your ground moment. Like, I had what? yeah, I had 15 minutes to pack as my yeah, dad staring at me crazy. like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> You're leaving me. You're going with your mom? Why are you here still? Like, Dad, I'm sorry, but where else are going to go? And I, I had 50 minutes. I just threw everything in a trash bag. <laughs> and then I went to Jerry Sue's house. Yep. Because you know, yep. my mom, I won't put her business out, but why she was there. But she was there to, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So she threw her loan. Okay. And we, had enough, we didn't have enough gas money to even leave. And he was still foaming at the mouth. And the cops were there and like, y'all got to hurry up and go. 
whoever you got to call, call him now. And so I was like, yo, Paul, can you come up? And you're like, no, I can't leave my house right now. You, you were stuck at the house doing something. You could not leave. I was like, bro, you need to come up to, you know, Jerry Sue's house. Like, right now, I got to tell you something. I can't leave, man. It better be important. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's pretty important. Um, I'm leaving. Where are you going? San Bernardino. When will you be back? Never. What? <laughs> what? You ain't never. Bruh, I got 30 minutes to tell you goodbye because I'm moving right now. And that was hard for me to do. I sat yeah. in the car and I cried the whole way down I-15, oh, yeah. man. For sure. And knowing my life was not going to be the same. Like, I knew I was going to be in a different city, different culture, had to start all over. Not, I didn't know anybody in San Bernardino, California. Not one right, right. person. And um, it sucked because, like, when anything ever went bad, like, you were always there, you know? And, like, I knew if, if I was having a bad day or my mom and dad were fighting, I could call you. Like, hey, can I come over? Can I spend the night? Even on a school night. Like, yo, come through. We'll go to school together. We'll just get ready and we'll go. My mom will make us breakfast. We'll go. Okay, cool. Food. <laughs> But that was the hardest part, and I felt so guilty. Even though it wasn't my fault, like, I felt guilty. And you were like, are you sure? Are you sure? But, like, my dad was never home, and he never had food in the house. He was always gone, working and chasing things. (laughs) But, you know, that was hard for me, and I felt so bad about that. And that's why I always tried every chance I got to come back. Um, because I felt bad about it, you know, but the one thing is we still maintained, you know, that closeness and we would call a lot. I remember a lot yeah. of my money went to calling cards because my mom was like, who the hell, Jake, you were on the phone with Paul for four hours? The <laughs> fuck, Jake? You think I'm cutting all kinds of hair so you can be on the phone for four hours like a girl? <laughs> like, well, I could be like a boy and talk. Smack me up, but it was worth it. <laughs> you know I me, mean? I, I gotta be a smart ass. And so yeah, so I felt bad. And that's why my mom always made sure, you know, I could make it up there, take a bus. As long as y'all was at the bus station, I didn't mind riding the bus, you know. Or my mom would pick me up or whatever and take me up there. But like, yeah, I, I, I would say that's one of my regrets, you know. Several. But, you know, that that would be, you know, I, I don't know how life would be if I would have stayed in Barstow. I don't either. I mean, that would have been interesting to yeah, see I, how things would have turned out. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got me out of my shell. Yeah, it's his fault that I'm an extrovert by by far. And I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm gonna bring it up because I'm gonna see her as we record this. I'm gonna see her tomorrow night. Okay, and I don't care who knows this. Um, Heather Johnson now, but was Heather Dreer back then? I was crushing on her. She knows I was crushing on her. Okay, but it was sixth grade, so it was whatever, you know. And uh, no, seventh grade. Because we went to the dance. <laughs> and uh, my sister took me. You were in the car with me. Over, we, we went over to her house. And I'll never forget this, bro. You may remember this. I could hear you and my sister commenting. And I was standing on the porch waiting for her to come out. And I heard you say, whatever you do, don't walk in. Who walked in the house? <laughs> I did. And all I heard was, no! <laughs> what are you doing, dummy? You don't walk in her house. And when I walked in, I got the biggest, like, what the hell did you walk in for? 
And then we went to the dance, right? I remember that. And New Kids on the Block was big back then. And the DJ, for some reason, would always play Please Don't Go Girl three times. <laughs> Am I lying? Three no. times. Three times. Like, why are you playing New Kids on the Block three times? We barely got Bobby Brown in. Like, what the hell, man? Come on. <laughs> and then we went to Del Taco afterwards. And the worst part was the night was just about to pop off. And my sister pulls up. And we were both so mad because we had to leave. Because that was your ride. <laughs> and Bob's like, I'll walk home. I don't live far from here. So, man, just come with me, dude, please. Man, oh, no, it's about to be long. Paul, please. And you were about to have a lot of fun that night, but you left with me because I had to go home. And I know you were mad that you left, but I was thankful, man. And I appreciate that. And I'm going to tell Heather when I see her, because we're supposed to have dinner tomorrow. And I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell her what happened. I'm going to tell her. She probably won't even remember. But I thought it was pretty cool that you did that. That's what a friend does, man. Yeah, not a man. It's funny. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember that. I never forget it. I'm, I do remember the the dance and your sister taking us. Yeah. I don't remember yelling, don't walk in the door. Dude, I'm clear as day, I remember. I tried to figure out, like, why the hell that even mattered. I don't know. <laughs> And then when I got back in the car. I guess back then you just didn't walk in with the door open or something. Well, well, I stood at the door, but I started waiting outside. So I was like, oh, oh screw it. I'm at least go in. And yeah. You're like, no. <laughs> That's the kind of friend you were, though. You went back with me. Uh, I was like, you know, can you spend the night? Yeah, I'll spend the night, dude. Whatever. Is your dad going to be home? Nah, nah. He's working. Oh, good. <laughs> so we could play wrestlers, you know, play with the wrestlers and be loud as we wanted. My mom didn't care. But you did that for me, man. And I appreciate that, bro. Uh, you're welcome, man. <laughs> you don't sound too happy. <laughs> well, I, just, I mean, I don't know. It just that just That's how it was back then. It just came natural. I wasn't no, I doing know, it for but, no other reason. You're no, my I know. boy. So I know. I know. You don't I'm need saying. to fucking thank me now for something like that. It's, you, know, you know what else, man? Wait till I throw something up in your face. Then be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could do that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to tell another story. We met two girls in TJ. <clears throat> I won't name names because the Kitty Hawk slept with one of them <clears throat> the entire ship. And anyway, uh, <laughs> but we met them at TJ. We became friends with them. And um, you were trying to get with the cousin. <laughs> and it worked after I broke really? up with the woman. <laughs> what, what? Say it. What? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. We met them in TJ? Yes, we did. Yes, we did, because the one I was talking to, the spotted brown banana, had a red dress on. Okay, and it was TJ. It was Club Iguanas. I remember. All right, bro, All right. never doubt me on that kind of stuff. I'm stupid about everything else. Can't do math. Barely got a degree in college. <laughs> I paid for that. You know, got, got my way out of that. But I remember stupid stuff that has no impact on anyone but me. <laughs> okay. I can probably tell you what, what day and time it was. I know it was December, and I know it was about 12.37 a.m. <laughs> so what made me think of that? I'll tell you what made me think of that. I was driving down the I-5, and I saw Denny's. And that spotted banana broke up. Oh, with you're me talking the, about the, uh-huh. the trip. I'm, you're talking about the trip you just had down to San Diego. Didn't yeah. You? Yeah. You I drove by the. Reach out yeah. or nothing. You uh-uh. just came down. <laughs> The, yeah. the world yeah, will go know. Ahead. The, 
Now you Go can ahead. throw. Now you can throw up what you did for me when I told you that San Diego didn't call you. <laughs> That's when you use that car, Pete. That's when. You... <laughs> I'm gonna try. And... All right, look. Full disclosure. I'll be there this weekend. I'll, I'm gonna try and. I'm gonna try and see you. I'm gonna try and see you. You know I'm going there, and I'll tell the world soon. But. <laughs> I'm not. We're gonna end this interview. He's gonna be, you're really coming down again. You're not gonna see me. <laughs> man, listen, listen, man, listen. <laughs> How about Thursday? We have breakfast. How about I take you to breakfast, man? I'll go super early and I'll take you to breakfast. This Thursday? I'll try. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. If I if I'm in town by then, because I have to, I'll tell you off air. But anyway, I'm driving by the Denny's, dissing you and avoiding you on the I five. And that's where the spotted banana broke up with me. <laughs> and at the same time, the cousin got with you. And Magic Mountain sucked for me the rest of the day. <laughs> Y'all were in the front seat talking, having a good time. And I'm looking at this spotted banana like, you really broke up with me? After I spent $222 in some change at Magic Mountain? Some of that went to your babysitter? I remember that. Oh, so every time I drive by that Denny's on the I five in San Clemente, man, I get mad. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was happy I for you about that. Oh, I, I forgot I, about that, bro. I did not. <laughs> that was like the most work I ever put in ever. <laughs> yeah, that, into... that, that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> oh my god! But man, I'll never forget. And like, yeah, man. Every time I drive by that Denny's, why did I? I don't even know. I brought it up, man. That, that stupid sign's in my head. But I mean, that's I was funny, dude. That's <laughs> funny. I'm not gonna lie. I just like completely funny for you. I got broke blocked. up in the back seat and still had another hour to sit there and soak in it. I literally like blocked that whole. Yeah. Did I just open up a bad wound right now? <laughs> no, you didn't open up a bad wound. But it's it's no, no, not at all. But it's just funny because it's just like, dude, that's I totally forgot about that. Like that just and that was like a big kind of Bruh. That we went through for a while with bruh. that whole. <laughs> bruh. That tested a friendship. <laughs> yeah, that was uh <sighs> Yeah. That was yeah. Oh God, silent all for stuff. I'm sorry, uh, man. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I just I just remember how all that shit like unfolded. It was just very odd. Remember when I told you the whole kitty hawk slept with the spotted banana? Oh yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Show the picture. The whole oh, thing. Like, did you tap that? Oh hell no. Oh, I'm glad, bro. Because I already knew some other information about her. And then, <laughs> and then the whole Kitty Hawk's like, oh, yeah. Come here, bro. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Look, yeah. look, look at her. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Twice. Oh, damn. I felt stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Half the whole, like, all the machinist mates of the USS Kitty Hawk had messed with the spotted banana. See, that's how P and I have this, this this relationship where, you know, I know it sounds inside. I just can't give names because I, I ain't got no money for lawyers. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or else out there, everybody's a fuck out. I have no problem naming names. but Except for Heather, except for Heather Dreer. Put her ass on top. <laughs> <laughs> I love Heather, man. Heather's my homegirl, man. Yeah. Shout out to Heather. <laughs> uh, I'm so going to tell her to call you when we get together. Yeah. Oh God! Like we did at the Angel game. Yeah, like, yeah. why the Angel Dodger game? No, no. Oh, we we yeah. saw each other at the Angels game. Oh, okay. And, and you were like, why, why, why did you do that? Because <laughs> she's your homie too. Uh, okay. 
You guys. <laughs> I'm so wrong. So I'm not going to keep holding you up because I did, you know, you were third on my list, but first in my heart, Paul. And um, I got to <laughs> you're not even buying that. Uh, <laughs> why am I laughing so much? Paul, yeah. you there? Are you there, Paul? Paul, you there? You still love me, Paul? Paul. <laughs> That's a weird-sounding bong rip if I've ever heard one. <laughs> so in all the things, you know one thing I haven't done for us as adults yet that I want to do? No, not that. That's off the air. Um, we've never been to Vegas together, man. No. Well, we never, like I told you, I think I said before, we never road trip together. I know, and I feel bad about that. Never. Well, we've gone from Poway to Chula Vista the other day when I was at your house. That's, that doesn't count? To pick up wings? That was <laughs> what? I that thought was that was close. I guess, I guess you could, yeah. I guess Bro, that, you throw that first of all, there. it's like 22 stuff. miles apart. Second of all, that was near and dear to my heart, Paul. Like, I'm really, yeah. I'm like really sad that you take it as a joke that we didn't bond on that trip to pick up food <laughs> from Poway to Chula Vista. I, I, like, you know, I don't even know if I, I, I might stop recording right now. You know, I'm a little hurt. Hey, you didn't even put in on anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, clarify some shit. Didn't put it on gas on the trip. Oh! Didn't put it on food on the trip. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bro, don't even put me on blast like that because you know I asked you, dog. You know, I was like, hey, It was man, Father's I'm... Day. It was Father's <laughs> Day. <laughs> What, for a black man, we don't celebrate it that much? Is that's that what true. you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm saying you had a pass. You had a pass. It was a father's this day. This fool, man. Look at you. You're trying to make me look bad. Like, I do a good job of that by my damn self. I don't need you on here talking that mess. Look, man, I offered to pay you. Like, no, nah, man, it's cool. Uh, but I know in the back of your mind, like, this motherfucker cheap. I'm fucking right. No, you're but not. You're right. You're, you're right, though. A uh, uh, trip out to Vegas is, I think. So I'm going to tell you right works. now. I'm going to tell you right now. This is what we're going to do. I am going to pay for a Vegas trip. Me. And we're going. How's that sound? Right. It's got to be before August 1st because shit gets busy for <laughs> <laughs> What if I have like a random weekend off, like the Grammy trip in, in February? That's we possible. Go? I know that's possible that. Because that's, that's well, around I'm, my birthday, too. That's what I'm saying. Man, do you so. get it? See, I thought we. What, what happened to our freaky kinetics of <laughs> thinking the same thing? <laughs> Like I'm thinking that way because I know the, the the Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Minimo and Jack, you know Rodney, Bobby, Ricky, Mike are all on the road during that time, <laughs> and I got some free time on my schedule, fool. And, <laughs> and I'm saying we can make new memories, Paul, because oh. I I'm just saying we make new memories. I won't get you in trouble, and we'll have a good time. Little little Thelma and Louise action. Yes. <laughs> Only if you hold my hand, we drive over a cliff, man. Or if you have a rag top. <laughs> I think we could arrange that. You know, we could rent a nice convertible, have fun, drive on the way, you know, drive out there, have a good time, bro. Like two chums. Uh, I'm, I'm, down, I'm down. That would be cool. See, it's, be it's, cool. it's on wax right now. Now I can't take it back. And now my pocketbook's like, you cheap son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take. We're gonna go to Vegas, and we're gonna do it up, and we're gonna have a funny good time. how you. Funny how you have this conversation with me after you go to Disneyland. <laughs> Speaking of which, sorry, dude. I just spent all my money on my kids. So <laughs> <I'm> not... 
you got you gotta you gotta win their love somehow. Right? Exactly right. No, that's cool though. Listen, that was cool, uh, man. Let me tell you. Oh, why don't people stop in the middle of the damn pathway when you walk in in Disneyland? Why do people just stop? Can you answer that? That's everywhere. That's at the mall too. That's oh, everywhere now. It's the buffets. I said this on a previous podcast. Huh? What? Okay. That's the reaction people get when they're just not there. They're either on their phone and they can't decide what the freak to eat, man. Like, that's why I hate going to buffets. Huh? What? Okay. Sorry. Like, yo, get the hell out the way, yo. People are walking, they have a stroller, and they'll just dead-ass stop. <laughs> Boom, stop, right All there. Right. You rear-end them. And then they look at you crazy. Like, why'd you hit me? Because you stopped to check your phone for somebody that don't even like you. Now, when we used to go there with the stroller, oh. I literally would walk around. I literally would walk around going, if anybody got in front of me, I just, I'd, I'd just get loud. Like, I'll clip you. I'll clip your ankles. I'll clip you. <laughs> at least you're nice enough to give a warning. Yeah, like all day long. That's all I would say all day long. And I would. I, I wouldn't stop for anything. Anybody step in front of me, clank, bang. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Sorry. So, so it would really sound like clink bang. Oh, it, you ever had your ankles clipped like by like a uh, shopping cart? It was more like a clunk boonk. Oh, not a clink bang. I used, to, I used to clip my mom's ankles in the grocery store oh, all the man. time when I. I the can I can imagine it. Cindy just whipping the snot out of you, man. Like, Dude, what are you doing, Paul? Oh, uh, I got hit so many times for that shit. <laughs> All on accident. Never once did it on purpose. But you know, always on accident. Back then, our parents were so uptight they always thought we did something on purpose. Yeah. Like, did you take the chicken out the freezer? Oh shit! But it did look like a purpose when I hit her like three times. <laughs> you know. Tell me one of those things weren't like yeah, on purpose. Like one after time. the third time, my Paul. mom was like, "All right, you little shit." Um, Paul, she can't hurt you, dude. One of them was on purpose. <laughs> Just say it. That's all right. Say it. Say it. Well, I mean, they were on accident because I literally was He's not paying scared. attention. He's still scared. Did it feel good? Yes. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I know. I would hit my mom with the basket. My mom, too. Wouldn't, my mom wouldn't buy me a fucking. She wouldn't buy me the fucking toy. So I got. <laughs> I'm still hurting. You're like, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> Real quick story. I remember one yes. time we went to we went to thrifties, uh-huh. and I wanted this fucking. What did I want? I think it was like some sort of glove or baseball glove or um i don't know what it was it was very just nonchalant and my mom's like no i'm not getting you that shit well i had this like sort of like slip-on jacket that had this perfect little fucking pocket up front hidden pocket and it was big and it was big too like you could put anything in that thing so of course i was like well fuck it i'm just taking this thing so i slipped it in there Story you know we leave mom. we leave thrifties i fucking straight you know steal this shit we leave thrifties we go home and I don't know what we got home. I literally forgot about it. So oh, like 10 minutes after we get home, my mom's like, hey, give me your jacket. I'm doing some wash or whatever, you know, because I'd asked her earlier, can you wash this thing? It's got all kinds of stains. on it. <laughs> so I hand her my jacket, right? Not even thinking, just throw it to her. A couple minutes later, she comes back in. She just throws me whatever was in that pocket. I can't remember. She just throw it like I'm on my bed. She just fucking throws it at me. And I just oh, like, my oh, God. my God, my eyes got so big. <laughs> And she just looked at me and she goes, you ever fucking steal again? And that'll be the last fucking thing you do. It was 
That's I just the... remember, like, holy shit. I could not believe my mom just caught me, like, stealing okay. something. Full disclosure. But it, so, but it was so late. It was like, I'm not going to get in the car and take it back. Just yeah. don't do it again. So you came up on a glove. <laughs> Let me tell you about Paul. All right. I'm going to just out your ass. I don't give a damn. The statue of limitations are way past. We would go to this convenience store called Purdy's Meats. All right. And I, by the way, I had a crush on Danielle Purdy, and she never looked. She looked like a half Latina Molly Ringwald. All right, she was fine. <laughs> Come on, you, 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 you kissed that girl, didn't you? Did I? I don't oh yeah, dude, yeah, you did, you did. I was setting you up, man, trying to make you look cool. You try to look all humble. Well, I mean, no, I kissed I so many girls. Oh, and they yeah, all said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all said, oh, you want to kiss me, Jake? Uh, do you know Paul? <laughs> So, anyways, it was the Latigra shirt. That uh, I oh, like, hold that tight. Yeah, I'm oh, Heather, that Heather led that chant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally outing her. I'm still gonna bring that up tomorrow uh, dinner. Um, uh, no, okay, here, I, all right. Now I remember where I was going. We both had about two to three dollars in our pocket. We would leave parties with the same candy and soda. I'd have about seventy-five cents left, and Paul would still have two to three dollars. <laughs> He's like, they didn't see me. I think they're still. I think they still operate, dude. They do. I was. I went there the All other right. day, and the same people so still work like, there. It was stop and go. It wasn't Purdy's. No, 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 no. <laughs> we would go. <laughs> no, no. It was stop and go. No, listen. It wasn't listen, Purdy's. Listen, listen, wink, listen. wink, wink, no, wink. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Stop and go. That's now a Walmart. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we were at stop and go. Purdy's is still open. And let me tell you, when I went into Purdy's, I thought it was the face app challenge because the same people were there that just have wrinkles now. I'm like, who put the face app on at the store? They still look the same. <laughs> you know, they're all old now. Yeah, it was stop and go, Paul. Sorry. Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, I was just jealous. I didn't have the balls you did, bro. <laughs> Remember my dad? That's why yeah, I didn't exactly. steal shit. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've been talking to you almost an hour now, Paul. I'm the big brother. That's how it should be. <laughs> all, all the time. And we do talk like this, y'all, like for real. All the time. All the time, yeah. man. And and when we end Sorry, this. you guys are sitting through it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all the dummies. Y'all could have just pressed stop. <laughs> but Canada loves you, Paul, and Barstow. And you get a lot of love in Canada. I'm serious, man. You Shout get out to Canada. That's what I'm saying, fool. Vancouver, Calgary, Alberta. Toronto, my spot. The six, I love Toronto. Montreal, where the smoke meat happens at midnight and it stinks, but it's a great city. But yes, yeah. shout out to Canada. Shout out to Canada, man. Yeah, I gotta make another trip out there. That'd be not, that'd be. You know, hey, go let's go. To- let's go to Canada, fool. <coughs> Why the silence? Let's go. Something that gotta look. Oh yeah, let's go. Let me just drop everything, bro. Just stop. Get going, dude. It's just you still gotta fucking take me to Vegas, bro. Let's. <laughs> One trip at a time, homie. Bro, okay, look, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still that guy that will finish a meal and talk about food. Like we'll be a Roscoe. Man, you know what? We should go to King Taco, bro. Like next, like in about two hours. Damn, for you just ate a Roscoe's number one white meat. Yeah, but, but I really want to take you to King Taco. <laughs> That's me. So yeah, we ain't gonna Vegas yet, but yeah, man, I'd love to go to Vancouver. <laughs> we could do both, Paul. We have a whole lifetime, homie. That's true. We could go to Vegas and fly out of Vegas to go to Canada. Dude, now you're thinking, bro. Oh, now you're thinking, thinking. like a baller with no money. <laughs> Champagne <laughs> dreams on a beer budget. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a forty ounce budget. 
<laughs> Give me some of that still reserve. I can't afford old E, buddy. Man. Well, are you still mad that I woke you up, Paul? No, you didn't wake me up, bro. I was up. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> were you cleaning something or were you? Were you no, I was up. I was just chilling. What were you doing, Paul? <laughs> Let me I stop. Was chilling. <laughs> It's legal now. It's right. All right, look, I'm going <laughs> to let you go, man. But I just want to say, man, before we go, like, the reason why I called, besides I had nothing else to do on the podcast and I was not creative whatsoever this week, and you were the third person I called, because um, the other two didn't answer, and one said, what? Next week. So I just wanted to thank you for all the years of friendship, and I like people to- I like Are you, to breaking, br- up? Are you breaking up with me? <laughs> Sounds like you're breaking up with me. <laughs> it's, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Never that, bro. I hope there's 38 more years. We're sitting around like the crazy old men doing pranks on our grandkids. Still looking at fat booties. Look, now let me tell you, I am a fan of the um, Gutius Maximus, and so is my man Paul, straight up. I will say that to the world. We like ass. We're ass men. Yes. And uh, I mean, it's just a beautiful thing, beautiful piece of anatomy. And uh, again, we hate number two pencils. We like curves. Okay. And so when we're old and we're still looking at them, you know, oh, look at that over there, boy. (laughs) I sure good with that one. Hold my dentures. Look, there's going to be 38 more years. All right. I'm I'm, I'm putting it down. And we'll at least make it to Vegas in those 38 extra years from here. All right. At least one trip. For sure. Well, I got nothing but love for you, homie. And we're going Same to here, bro. and we're going to Vancouver after Vegas, and then we're gonna go to King Taco <laughs> after we eat Roscoe's. <laughs> and uh, I, I just want you to know, man, I love you to death, bro. And I know I'm a difficult person to be friends with. I'm just everywhere, and I'm neurotic as hell, and probably bipolar. But you've stuck it out through all that craziness with me, and there's so much more coming up. That you have yeah. no idea. Like, I wouldn't want it any other way, man. And Serious. I, I appreciate you. It's what makes this friendship to what it is. So. Absolutely, man. It's not one-sided neither. It's not one-sided. We both make each other laugh all the time. And uh, you, you're trying to, uh, I might shed a tear right now, but it's a thug tear. I'm going to shed a thug tear right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. What you laughing at, cuz? <laughs> I want to get soft on you, dog. But uh, no, nah, I really appreciate you like more than you know, man. You know, through trials, tribulations, and all the craziness, and therapists, and all that other stuff. <laughs> You've always been there, man. I can't thank you enough. And next time, I promise we'll talk basketball, okay? So, bait, football, too. Shit, that's coming up as well. Man, we as long as you well. don't start dissing the Chargers, oh. we ain't going to start dissing the Chargers like you yeah, did the last time we talked. Ch- yeah, let's not go on the championship Chargers that are oh, okay. all right, right. their star running back. You know what? Uh, we're ending this call now. Paul, 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 Paul good night, Paul. Good night. Good night. Damn it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. You're listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake broadcast. Bye, everybody. Okay, so some of y'all that follow my assistant, Quentin. Um, Quentin... He's an acquired taste. He's a weirdo. He's a freak. He has a bowl cut, and he's probably in his mid-30s. I never asked him his age. I don't even know where he lives. I don't know where he sleeps. I don't know how he has the same wardrobe as myself. 
But he announced to me today and to the world, apparently, all of his 53 followers, <laughs> that um, he's done. Doesn't want to be an assistant on the show no more. And he wanted to speak his mind about what's going on. So, yep, the music you hear in the background is for him. I don't want to be in the way. So, all right, Quentin, go ahead. Speak your piece. Hurry up. Ah, finally, I get a chance to talk. What's up? It's your boy, Quentin, the assistant. And I just want to say a little. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, good luck with your uh, career, Quentin. And uh, ladies, call me. Check out my sexy hair. Yeah, do that somewhere else because we're all tired of it now. It's whack. I don't even know why I had that guy here. Bye, Quentin. Deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. <laughs> Damn, I could be mean sometimes. Tired of him. Tired of the whole Quentin thing. Ladies, look at that hair. Look at that sexy hair. What's so sexy about a bowl cut? You in your mid-30s, Quentin. Probably in his 40s or 50s. He lied and said he was like 31. Damn sure ain't no 31. Probably not even a real dude. And no, I'm not him. We went long, and, you know, I'm talked out. I think I'm going to start calling friends and recording them and interviewing them. I'll let them know they're recorded. That way they don't try to sue me. But it's kind of fun. I'm going to do it again. You know what else I'm going to do again? The independent music spotlight. <laughs> Damn, Jake, you pushed it back three weeks in a row. Sometimes I get on a roll and start talking, man. If you don't like it, produce my show. You can be a producer. I ain't going to pay you except in Ritz Crackers and Coke Zeros. That's it, because that's the fuel to my fire while I do the show. Also, FabryLeastTheCookies.com. Tell Jesse, Big Brother Jake sent you. All right, we're done. That's enough. You heard enough of me today. Heard enough of my goofy laughs. Enough of my lisp. Enough of all that other stuff, all right? So, Independent Music Spotlight next week. Gonna do some other things, make some announcements, and uh, it's time. All right? Time to go. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Bigger and better next week. New episode. So, until then, get you some fabulous cookies, listen to the podcast, sit back, relax, and have some fun every single week, and go back and listen to the old ones. At Stephen A. Smith, Olympic champion Amy Van Dyken, many, many chats with the homie Peter, and many others. So until then, I say, Deuces! You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. <laughs>